welcome to the Enhanced Performance Podcast with your host, Adam Lusby. And this podcast is going to be all about performance in any field, whether it be sports, training, nutrition, mindset, business, lifestyle, anything that you want to up your performance in, we have got you covered, so let's go. Pal, <laughs> on today's podcast, we have the only man in history to accept Commonwealth Gold and Gucci Sliders, a man who got boxer of the tournament, a man who will be vying for that Olympic spot. That man is Sam Hickey. Sam, how are you? What's happening? You good? Good, man. So, Sam, I think the first question would be, how was it? How was the how was the Commonwealth Games? Um, brilliant, mate, obviously. Good tournament. Um, what an experience seeing like all these countries and maybe like, I never even got to see the sports of that, but just being around them, it was, it was a bit different to a normal tournament. So, like... Yeah, tried. I tried to take as much as what I could. I took in, but um, nah, it was brilliant, mate. I enjoyed it. You mentioned that the team kind of wanted to keep themselves to themselves a little bit. Is that because you guys are more dialed in and just focused and like don't want to look like look at it as a holiday? I yeah, I think like everybody in the team sort of had like the same sort of had the same sort of like um, I don't know how to say it. We all just wanted the same thing, so like we all just sort of just kept ourselves ourselves. No one was like. Away like gallivanting and that like on a holiday like before like because the boxing's on for the whole week. Mm-hmm. It's like this we I boxed on the the second day of the competition, the Commonwealth Games, and boxed on the second last day. Do you know what I mean? Like you you're sort of constantly in that zone, uh, like fight zone, mm-hmm. and like it's a bit mentally tasking on you. So like you don't really you don't really have time to go and see other sports and like mix with other people and stuff. You just sort of just you just want to keep keep yourself yourself. You need that like sort of mentality. I think. And win like gold medals. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I say, we're speaking about this before. It's it's a more serious sport. No offense to any bowls bowlers out there, but it's more serious sport than bowls. Like you have got to have a bit of a different mentality going into a fight than a a, a bowls game or whatever you would call it. Yeah, mate. Like um, when you go over, like there's all sorts of people collecting badges and stuff. Um, like every country gets badges and that. And I think as soon as we got there, everybody's asking for badges, but. I wasn't there to be swapping badges with people, do you know what I mean? I was there to be like boxing and stay focused and win gold medals. So like, if you're there to go collect badges and I was there to collect a gold, a gold medal, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but different. <laughs> so, and, and how did it feel when, well, we'll talk about the semi-final fight first and the final. How, what was the difference between the feelings in those two? Because obviously the semi-final was a very, very big one against someone we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. But was there any different feelings when you got announced? Yeah, I think so, mate, because like, Obviously, like in the semi-final, the sort of like rush after your win was just as soon as the referee waved it off, and it was like a proper mm-hmm. raw emotion. But mm-hmm. um, like I knew, I knew like I was winning. Like I knew I was gonna. I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna do what I done, but I knew I was gonna. I knew, I knew I was gonna win. I was confident I was gonna win clear. Um, but like in the final, it was like a bit more like on the edge of my seat because I knew I needed one judge in the last round, um, and I was pretty emotional. Anyway, because before it and that, I was just like emotion. The emotions were just high because it was like such a big fight, and like obviously my family and that are down and stuff. My mom and that I've never, mum's never seen me box since I was like eleven year old. You know what I mean? Mm. So like for her to be coming down and stuff to my fights and that sort of like meant meant quite meant meant that wee bit extra more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred um, percent. Like my grand my grand and stuff. All my pals like yous were all down. Mm-hmm. Everybody was down mate, and like it was just good like for everybody to come and see like all the hard work and stuff you put in like they're able to see like why why you do it yeah definitely man so you mentioned that you kind of 
weighed it, or not weighed, and you fought, fought on like the second day and then the second last day. So how do the weigh-ins work in that kind of situation? Because you've got obviously yeah. a certain weight. You, so. you, weigh in, you weigh in every day you box, but so like you can, you like, I like to just hover around that weight, um, like 76, 75 kilo, like mm-hmm. cut maybe point for like half a kilo, do you know what I mean? Like, um, not even a pound. I don't mind, but one pound. Um, one pound. Uh, yeah, one like so. Like, um, I'm not too. I'm not like never sitting too heavy. I've been at tournaments before where I've sat heavy and had to cut like two or three pound like the night before and that, which isn't a lot. But when you're boxing every day, it mm. sort of like over a tournament, it maybe like takes its toll on you. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Um, that's how it's so different. Like in the in the amateurs and like Olympic boxing to like the pros and stuff like that because like you in the pros and that you could just cut that wee bit extra you could cut an extra four pound five pound six pound but in the amateurs you want to get down to your weight naturally and then just maybe do half 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 a pound pound two pound but yeah um nah i was i was making the weight comfortable and i've sort of learned that over the last year like how to make the weight and that i feel like this weight is perfect for me just now but um at the games i was fresh every fight Mm. um so i knew i was i knew i was doing something like Good man, because right, people don't realise how taxing like just cutting a bit of weight is. I think so. that's some like a talent in itself, eh? like making yeah. weight. You need to know, you need to get to know your body and stuff. And like you say, it changes when you go into pros because obviously you'll be weighing in the day before, so we can do a more aggressive weight cut with you, you and stuff lighter, like that. Lighter weight, yeah. yeah, yeah. Usually you'll usually find that amateurs end up at a lighter weight than what they want the amateurs because they get to cut a little bit more. But yeah, it can be very very taxing on the body, and also you can lose your chin a little bit if you cut a little bit too much weight because of dehydration and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. It's obviously much safer for you guys sitting around at a comfortable weight that you were at. So, with all that being said, how did you think the support from the city was? Because you're constantly, I was getting sick fed up seeing your face on every paper. Yeah, mate, that was brilliant. Um, like in Dundee and stuff, like, but it's like, don't know, everybody Everybody feels like, you need. You feel like you know everybody, yeah. So, mm. I feel like um, I got a good backing. Um, as, the tour- as the tournament like started and went on, I got a really good backing from everybody. Um, like papers and like whatever, and then even like just social media. Sort my social media just sort of blew up for the a couple Aye. of weeks. Just like everybody, everybody wishing me all the best and stuff. And nah, it was brilliant. I I was loving it. I was appreciating it so much. It just helps you. Do you know what I mean? Knowing that you've got that that backing behind you, not just like because the whole country is behind you, but like you you want your city to Aye. to back you even more. Um. Because you see it all the time, well, all sorts of different fighters and that, like how much the cities get behind them. So to see like Dundee get behind me like that is uh, is brilliant. Yeah, it was good. It was really good to see it, and not just obviously yourself, your Ailish, you had a lot yeah. of other people that they were supporting. So that nah, was really, really good from the newspapers and stuff like that. So with the Team GB set uh, setting or set up, even you've obviously you had to fight someone that you know very well. And this was uh, Lewis Richardson. You'd obviously he'd obviously beaten you in the Europeans, mm-hmm. was it before? Yeah. So, what were the emotions going into that? And do you feel that, like, someone having someone like Lewis is essentially your rival? Does that push you? Do yeah, you think about that in training. Definitely, mate. Um, I knew we were going to meet anyway. Like, as soon as the draw came out, um, I knew we were going to meet in the semis. But like, I don't know. I feel I put a lot of pressure on myself for that fight. Um, but I needed I needed that mm. pressure on me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I knew that was that was my final. Like, once I beat him, it was just like to just get through this last fight because. I knew I knew I had the tools to beat the Australian, but um, it was just how I beat him. Um, but now nah, it was it was in, like a good fight in the fight in the semis. 
a tough fight, obviously, but I just like got obviously I got it right on the day and just smashed it. Yeah, you certainly did. And do you like say do you think about that in training? So yeah. do you like after the loss, are you like when you're yeah, doing definitely. your hard runs and shit? Mate, I was I was like obviously gutted after the Europeans, um you getting beat getting beaten the Europeans in the semi finals is like hard enough, but getting beat from somebody like from your own team and that who you're up against for the mm-hmm. same spot in a close fight it was mm-hmm. but like it's there's no the point you're you're still taking a loss and it, sometimes you would overthink that and put in your head that like that's your spot for the olympics maybe gone do you know what i mean yeah, but yeah. like it wasn't it's not like it's still not two years to go yeah. and it's still I'm, i've still not got a place do you know what i mean like even after the games and stuff i've still got to work you know what I mean? You can't take your eye off the ball. No. Still got to work another year and come up against not just Lewis, but like there's other guys who I've got to worry about and well, not worry about, but be up against and try and c- compete with these guys yeah. and be better than these guys and show why I'm like the best 100%. in in the country. Do you know what I mean? To get put for the for the Olympics, so no, well, you well, just got to stay on it. You're completely right. You can't really take that for granted. It's not like that spot is now nah. yours. Um, nah. What I thought was interesting, you mentioned something to us that you said that like. When he beat you in the Europeans, he said to you, don't worry, you're, you're 22, right? Now, yeah. a lot of people would have been like, oh, what a nice guy. Just saying, like, just have his foot. Whereas, like, I thought, was, yeah, I found it interesting how you managed to flip it, or that like, you flipped it in your head so that it fueled you and you were more, like, cheeky gits. <laughs> so is that is that something you do yeah, a lot mate. when you think about things I don't know, to push you? Yeah, I think, like, a lot of times, like, when I, need to, when I fight somebody, I need to have someone, like, you know what I mean? I remember I fought the Hungarian in the Europeans just there, and he said before it because I beat him before. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get revenge," and I was like, "What an idiot! <laughs> I think he's gonna get revenge, man." Do you know what I mean? So, so like, you always <laughs> want to have like something. Yeah, there. mate. I think they've all. Like, I'm always need to be like that. Like, I always need to have someone like between my teeth, like tell me like I need Aye. to like do this, boy. You know what I mean? Aye, because I'm a big believer in obviously mindset and having a good mindset, and but I think a lot of people think of it in one way, and that's like calming yourself down and not getting angry and being relaxed whereas i think that's only half of it yeah, sometimes you've got controlled to, aggression eh? yeah you've got to like think of some shit like that yeah. just to get the fire going i think every fight i need that i think in the europeans maybe in the semi-final i didn't have enough of that and that was maybe one of the issues mm. like in the in the semi-final there in the commonwealth i was like so aggressive and i walked into the venue and i was so confident do you know what i mean i was so confident in my ability i just had like my corner and stuff, like would get they got they got me right up for the fight. Aye. You know what I mean? I was going into like this guy's like back backyard sort of like everybody everyone was English in the venue. There's only a small like selection of Scottish people and people who want me to win. Mm-hmm. Um, like the fan, like all the fans and that were because Lewis was like sort of like the poster boy for it. Um, he was on all the posters and that walking in like cardboard cutouts and that. So yeah. everybody was uh, gunning for him, and I think I just walked into the venue and sort of just soaked it all up. Didn't mind being in. Mm-hmm having it up against me a wee bit and um yeah just made that made the most of it and That's what you do, it benefited eh? me <coughs> so with that being said though obviously the next day you've got to then try and bring yourself down you've then got to try and get to sleep yeah you've then got to fight the next day and like obviously you did look you look tired in the in the final especially in that third round mm-hmm. so did you do any tactics to try and calm yourself down? Just, is that something that you probably will look at f- doing? My phone obviously just like went mad after the semi because like it was like a stoppage and stuff and the people were posting the stoppage and that. But I just tried to like once it got like to maybe about like I think I maybe boxed in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Once it got to about three four o'clock, I just like tried to put my phone off and then um, just sort of like get every get it all out and 
just sat and chilled and done what we usually done. We just used to play like Xbox and stuff like, in the room, chill out. But like, just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't I just couldn't do it. I just was just trying to treat it like as a normal sort of day, but like, don't know, mate. I was just so, so, mm. so mad, mate. It's just some buzz, like after that semi final, um, just couldn't, couldn't get to sleep, mate. And then after the weigh in, couldn't get to sleep. I usually, usually slept from like, you weigh in at half six. I would sleep from like half seven to like ten, eleven o'clock. And mm. then as soon as you wake up, you're straight away down to the venue. You don't even need to think about it. Aye. You just wake up, get your wraps on, warm up, and you're in the ring. But I was like up all morning, like buzzing, thinking about this fight, like. Do you know what I mean? Like Shadowboxing. Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The most, thinking of about three shovels just to try and pass time. But yeah. Like, it's like so emotionally draining. Um, them extra few hours made. And like, I think my mum said to my dad as soon as I walked out, like, he's tired. But um, I, start, I had a good start. <coughs> the the first two rounds in that final, which just gave me enough. And then I didn't, like, the last round was just like shot for shot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was. And yeah, the judging was all over the shop, so like somebody was gonna give me the last round. Do you know what I mean? And and I did. And like the Australians and that, I felt like they were hard done by. But I just like feel like if I never got a five 0 and then lost the fight, I w- I would be hard done by in two rounds. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just like you look at boxing in so many different ways. Like they feel hard done by, but like it's just boxing. Like I won the fight. The right man won the fight. Two 100%. rounds. Yeah, but just two like. Because there's so many judges, it can kind of... <coughs> well, he's just, he's just choked on oh. some monster there. <laughs> he's just, uh, it can skew things a little bit sometimes. But if you look at it simply, you won two rounds to one. So yeah. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So was there anything... How could somebody win two rounds and lose a fight? Exactly. Just stupid. Is there anything you would do, though, when you're in the Olympics about trying to control that nervous energy? Yeah. What are you Ho- thinking? Hopefully, like, I don't need to go through a, a sort of fight like... That was um, it meant so much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like in the Olympics, like I'm never ever going to come up against somebody who I'm competing against every week in the gym and stuff. Which that's true. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm going to be going to loads more tournaments and stuff. So if I do come up against these guys and that and beat them and have a great performance like the way I did, maybe just like sit down with like the psychologist and yeah. try and mellow myself out and chill it properly. Yeah. Work on like my breathing and stuff. Maybe in the in the in the hotel, um, I don't know, man. I just, I just obviously that's a first for me being like that buzzing mm. after the fight. I've never ever usually get that buzzing. Just usually just chill out. Yeah, that's it. But it's a good thing that it's happened now and then you won because like yeah. could have went the other way that's, and you would have been devastated. That's how it's so hard, mate. Like boxing, like in the amateurs and like Olympic style boxing, like fighting over like a week because like in the pros you just got to get up for one fight. I've got to get up for five fights, five, yeah, four right. or five fights. I've got to get up for. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's so mentally tasking. That's like the hard bits. No boxing. Mm. It's like all the other stuff in between that. It's the weighing in, fighting after it. Like who who's like speaking to you after fights? Who's speaking to you before fights? Like we think people say to you and that. And then when you go back to the hotel, you've got to make weight again. Mm. It's it's just it's a completely different sport, isn't it? Like, yeah, really. it is. It really is. But that's let's say it's good that you've realised that now that you're going to have tactics going in to try and calm mm-hmm. yourself down. It's brilliant for going forward. And look, we'll talk about going forward now. Then Olympics in Paris in two years. Yeah, man. Now, obviously, when you your weight category has been removed. Yeah. So. When you were told that, how did you feel? Were you like, I'm alright about that? Or you were like, for fuck's sake? I don't know, when um, when obviously I got told the first like time they were on about it was like a, a wee while back now and I was just like, surely not. 
Mm. Surely they can't be taking out like the most like it's like the average size man weight. It's middle weight. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's feel stupid as any and like yeah. taking that weight out. Um, I don't know, mate. Like obviously it's it is what it is. You need to move up. You need to move up and stuff. And like when I went back down to Sheffield and I spoke to like. Uh, Rob and he said you're going to probably be an 80 kilo anyway if you think about it like you're only 21 at the time I was only 20 21 yeah. uh, you're gonna you're gonna move up eventually so he says move up now and yeah. you know what I mean I'm not too fast I'll fight anybody um I'll fight any man <laughs> 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 nah, I'll fight anyone you know what I mean but like just putting yourself in a new sort of Put, bringing myself in like out of my comfort zone a wee bit and stuff, right. moving up and weight, it's gonna be, I think it's going to be good for me. Well, it could be a bre- blessing in disguise, like you say, you're going to get bigger anyway. It's so going like to be a lot faster than these guys, and I've got so much skill, mate. Um, you just, I just need to bring that into this new weight and yeah. show everybody like how like they just sort of can't keep up with the with the like, sort of pace and skill set together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm fit. Since I got in Sheffield, I'm so much fitter. So yep. once you bring that sort of, I always had talent, but now I've got the the fitness to go with it. It's yeah. just like going to it's just put me up to new new levels, mate. And I think moving up to eighty is going to be very good for me. Yeah, like I say, like, like loads of people kind of struggle when they're growing up because they are trying to stay in this weight category, but as their body's growing, so they're yeah. always fighting against you need themselves. To let it grow, you know what I mean? So I think this might be a good thing for you. And like you say, you have got miles fitter because you've essentially went from a part-time athlete to a full-time athlete when you went to Sheffield mm-hmm. and like that's obviously grown you leaps and bounds and I've actually we'll talk about that in a bit because I've got a question from someone about how to get on to these kind of the team Scotland setups and the team GB setups because you see when people get on to them just their growth is insane so it's really, really yeah. important for guys to do so we'll speak about that in a bit so how are you going to be putting on the weight that you need to put on, do you think? Well, um, five guys. obviously, like, down down Sheffield and that, we've got Gary Hutt and uh, Poggy, who are, like, my strength coaches now down there. Mm-hmm. And um, he knows what he's talking about, so like, he'll probably just... I think they were on about taking, like, a running session out and putting an extra weight session, and then when they get back, putting a weight session and stuff. Aye. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully just, like, control the, the output of training and... Um, be a bit more smarter with it because it's not like I've got anything coming up over the next few months so it's I don't feel like I need to be killing myself in gym um, I've never been one to do that anyway but I've never been on I've never been on Sheffield I've never been down to GB when I've not had nothing coming up so I yeah. don't really know what it's like down there and what they're going to put me through um, because it is tough down there anyway when you've got stuff coming up I probably t- they'll probably tailor it yeah I think, they'll, I think they'll, t- they'll maybe change it change it up a bit Um Obviously, you need to sort of stay on it. I feel like the the guys who stay on it when they've not got nothing coming up are the ones who win the Olympic gold medals and stuff. Do you know 100%. what I mean? And um, it's very small like fractions when it gets to that level. So I just want to, I just want to stay in gym as as long as possible and just try and like improve myself as a boxer just now. Yeah. Know, I've not got nothing coming up and get bigger at the weight. Fill into eighty kilo and then be ready for like the back end of the year, maybe November November time, get a fight. Um, and maybe even if if not that, just as soon as the, the year starts, January get out and then smash these Olympic qualifiers and game. get it sorted. Aye, so you mentioned there about like you want to train even when you haven't got anything, up, anything coming up. So there's a saying like, the best time to prepare for war is in peacetime. You know what I mean? So you don't like, that's why I'm always banging yeah. on like, you're an athlete 365 days. You don't like take too much time off. Yeah, we have our downtimes and stuff like that. But you can't be taking 
months off just mm-hmm. because you haven't even, got anything coming up. Even just like taking like, I don't know, like I'm not going to punch for another couple of weeks. Do you know what I mean? But like I'm going to do other stuff. I'm going to be like in gym, like doing some sort of weight training or playing tennis or golf. Or yeah. You know what I mean? Just keep active. and active, just, yeah. You know what I mean? Like take your mind away from like what you're doing all the time, but like still stay on it with other things and like get, get your heart rate working and stuff like that. Because... I feel like with boxing and like any sort of combat sport, there's so many niggles and injuries and stuff where you really do need to take your time off for like actual punching and that. But you shouldn't forget about the rest of like yeah. the training that you do, like running and stuff. And because like you can, you can always train, and you don't need any. The thing about boxing and that is you don't need a facility. No, you could do it anywhere, you and you can do it all the other sort of training um, aspects maybe anywhere as well. Do you know what I mean? So like, there's there's no excuses to why you shouldn't train, but I've took a couple of weeks off now. I'm ready to get back at it this week. So, yeah, man, I'm ready to go back in the back in the gym. And you mentioned that we go take a run away because I think the reason for that is like, see, when your output is so high, it's hard to like keep up with calories with that. Yeah, you know, train three times a day. It's hard to fit in all the food there. Like, you, know you just mean? make yourself feel sick at some yeah. points. You know, yeah. you get sick for up food. And it's spewing all the time. Hundred percent. Then that's 100%. that food just like wasted. Isn't wasted it? exactly. <laughs> so like, if we look back on the Commonwealth Games now. Like the support we got from you got from the city has been superb and everything like that. What would you like to see the city do in terms of the, maintain this and continuing this momentum? So we're not looking back on this and I be like, oh, that was a good one Commonwealth Games we had. We need to back all the young boxers coming through. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like we're such a big city, mate. And boxing in Dundee used to be booming, mm-hmm. um, like years and years ago. Do you know what I mean? There was like twelve boxing clubs in Dundee, I think, at one point. Now there's only what Lockheed. Sky accent Francis. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Three boxing clubs in a city like Dundee where like there used to be a lot of great fighters and there is potentially a lot of great fighters in that like the way like everybody is in Dundee and stuff like we're all like there's a lot of hard men in Dundee. Do you know what I mean? You're Dundee's a hard man looking at one. <laughs> <laughs> but there is in there, like we're like we're all like there's there is a lot there's been a lot of good fighters through the city and stuff. And um I'm sure just we need to get that sort of new we need to just get that sort of worked up from the bottom up so that we've always got other young fighters coming through and we do just now we've got another couple of young boys coming up and they're um they're going through maybe like sorry, sorry. The same stuff like I was going through when I was going growing up and doing similar stuff to what I was doing, do you know what I mean? So it's good to see me and mm-hmm. you I just want to maybe a bit more um like push these clubs. Yeah bit more funding into these clubs, get an extension on like Lockheed boys and stuff because we've been trying to get one for time. And um a club like that where it's been about since like I think like nineteen forties or Is something like that. May have been about for years. Like they they deserve an extension on the club. The coach is putting so much work and don't really get much back from it. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. only the only thing they get back from it is maybe like a bit of praise from what the like boxers accomplished, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, mate. I would like. I would maybe like to see a bit more funding and a bit more like put into these clubs and give them a bit more exposure mm-hmm. because um, I think these clubs deserve it, and that's the only way we're going to get um, those more young fighters coming through. Get them in the gym, get them, get them away from all the bad stuff outside the boxing, and even if they don't become boxers, it's still helping like the the youths and stuff in Dundee and that um, rather than sort of putting them towards drinking maybe drugs and stuff like that in the future, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. We need to keep them off the street and get them in the gym. 
like you, like you mentioned before, like at the end of the day, the person who goes pros, they make their own choices, and it's they've got to try and choose to stay away from that. But if you have facilities that are being funded properly and look amazing, then you're going to attract more people. And like you say, it's not about just the people who want to go pro. Like there's maybe like only one percent of people in clubs are going to go pro. The stuff you learn in the boxing gym, like sets you up for life, sort of thing. You know what I mean, um, the the discipline and. Just like even just social skills and stuff with other kids and that and the coaches like the coaches like are are like just normal people. Do you know what I mean? They teach you so much life skill. Um, it sets you up for life. So like, why would you not want to fund these places? And mm. do you know what I mean? Maybe they fund other places, but obviously I don't know what they what they fund or whatever. But Loki, Loki and stuff and St Francis and Sky Arts like they deserve they deserve to be on a good sort of facilities and platform and stuff to get these young fighters 100% man you're right coming through and like you say it's not just about the skills of fighting it's about no. whatever adversity, yeah. adversity going through adversity all this discipline like you mentioned oh, all this top stuff Big Paul man like he's got loads of kids in that gym Paul Keen. And Big Paul Keen got loads of kids in that gym and um, I'm sure like there's been times where like a kid's maybe di- like being bad at school and that and the yeah. mum comes in and has a word with Paul and Paul takes the kid aside and they, they might not listen to their school teacher but they listen to Big Paul oh, you know 100%. what I mean and you'll have a word with them and you'll say you need to you need to start being good in school and that and then two weeks later the mum comes in and she's like oh you're being brand new yeah. do you know what I mean because they listen to the coach they might not have the respect for the teacher but they have the respect for the boxing coach or the kickboxing coach or any like coach if even like other sports and that do you know what I mean if they need somebody to look up to yeah and talking about coaches I'll go back to is it, um, Craig McAvoy so he's in your corner isn't he yeah. so we noticed that in the semi-final he was very he was praising you up in, in between rounds yeah, doing great. and then yeah, it was no. quite switched in the final he was giving you lots of shit for being terrible right but do you are you the type of fighter that needs that do you like like what do you like in your corner do you like getting aggressive someone getting aggressive with you like, or is it just depending on what's happening I don't know mate I think um, it depends on what kind of fight it is uh, I don't know there's been a lot of times where I've had to sort of get up for it mm-hmm. do you know what I mean because you mm-hmm. go through a lot in, in the boxing in the ring Sometimes you got it easy, but it's just like it's a canter in it. Yeah, yeah. Just like I'll oh, just go out and do your thing. But then you see it as the fights went on in the corner, like the first fight in that. I think my first fight in the Commonwealth Games, like it was just like this mad guy just like running at me with his head, and I went back to the corner to Craig and I went, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> hey, this guy, this guy, what is that? What is he doing?" And Craig was like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it before. Oh, but <laughs> but uh, as the fights went on. Um, the corner, the corner, the whole games from Craig and Mike and Stephen and that was just spot, was on. spot on, mate. Yeah, like the boxing's got on programs gets a lot of stick for I don't know what, but like this whole like Commonwealth Games and not even just the Commonwealth Games. I won a European medal, Scotland's first European medal mm. in sixteen years. Reese Lynch wins the world bronze medal, the Scotland's first ever world medalist last year. The the programs like a success. The program and, works and it's working. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, all these people who have got a bit to say about the programme now, what can they say now after Scotland's best ever medals in a Commonwealth Games? Do you know what I mean? Like, it just shows you, like, it's our results is like a testament to the programme and how it works so much. And these coaches put in a lot of effort and, um, like, deserve to be there. And they're some of the best coaches about. So, are, yeah, it was, it they've, was impressive. They've, done a, lot, they've done a lot for me, mate. Um, so, yeah, big, big shout out to the programme in Scotland. Definitely, mate. So we'll get on to fan questions. So our first one, 
look, there's a rumour going about Dundee. This is a vicious, vicious rumour that you got beat by Lewis Toshney at a punch bag machine. Is this true? He Can shouldn't even quash? be getting a mention on this podcast. Would you? <laughs> 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 you haven't seen it. So, so it's true or it's not true? Not true. Not true. Not true. 100%. Okay, moving on. He's getting angry. Guy talks nonsense. <laughs> one guy, or one uh, boxer you would box and why? Or like old school boxer, current boxer? Um, I don't know, mate. Uh, Tommy Hearns. Yeah. Um, why? I've had like, a few DMs and that saying like, you box like Tommy Hands and that, but it's not a bad to, compliment. Like, uh, I don't know. Like I would like to like maybe spar like top fighters like Callum Smith and that because like mm-hmm. I don't know. I used to try and emulate his style when I was young, and uh, I think I'd be a good would be a good spar for me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's a world world class fighter. Callum, and it's if good, you're listening, it's good to go in with like these guys who are at the the highest level and see where you're at. Do you know what I mean? Like I've sparred like with top top guys like who are now like world champions and the pros and stuff and I think it's just devel- it developed me so much you know what I mean aye so aye. to go on with these other top fighters um, who have been about it just sort of brings you on a bit yep uh, what was the next one? Oh yeah advice for amateur boxers wanting to get into Team Scotland set up how, how do they go about it what's the best um, way well so there's a pathway programme that you need to go to I think there's one on just now <coughs> I think it's open for anybody. Um, I don't think there's like a. I think there might be like a wee sort of like your requirements you need. Yeah. Because if you've only had like one fight or something, yeah. like, you know what I mean. And I think if you won the Scottish Championships, you get an assessment. I think it's like a three month assessment or something right, on okay. like a potential program or something like that. Like okay. it's like a elite boxing group potential thing or something. But uh, nah, there's loads of ways to get on it. Um, it's not it's not too difficult to. To what? But if you're good enough, you'll get on it, and that's what I've always said. Like, if you're good enough to get on the program, you get on. There's no sort of clickiness or something, anything like that. If if you've got the talent and skill set and are able to work with coaches, because yeah. you could have all the talent in that, but if you don't have respect for the coaches or the, all the other boxers on the program, you're not gonna last on no. it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you need to be able to work with everybody on the. I think like you need to be able to get on with other boxers and stuff because like you're the one going traveling the world with these guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I think um, if you are good enough and you've got the talent and stuff, and you're all right, you'll you'll get there. You know what I mean? So, so just get involved with the pathway, win the Scottish Championship, and you're and you're on. Uh, next question. I feel like this is uh, well, best golfer you've played with. Um, I, I know who asked this anyway, but uh, nah, Finlay, Finlay Robertson's the best golfer. So uh, Dundee footballer. Dundee Finlay footballer, Finlay Robertson, but if, he was, if he was as good at uh, football as what he was at golf, he'd be uh, he'd be down south in the prem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so what a big, big fight last night. Oh, well, I'm not going to date myself. But ever, well, where, where does yeah, AJ go to, from there? I don't know, mate. Um, what would you do? I think there's a lot of big fights out there for him and stuff. Um, and he's obviously he's done so much for British boxing, and there's so many more fighters getting like a lot more money and stuff because of him. Mm-hmm. And he gets a lot of stick, but like I don't understand why. Do you know what I mean? He's it's like people don't like like the character that like his character, like his character. Do you know what I mean? Like, but he's I feel like he's he's a genuine guy. Whenever I've met him and stuff, do you know what I mean? Like, um, I've been down Sheffield like about three or four times, and he's been there for the week. Do you know what I mean? And when you go in the gym and stuff, he's like coming up to you and like wishing you all the best, asking you about what's coming up and stuff. And I don't know, like the amount of stick he gets and for what he's done, I don't think it's right. Um, 
obviously what happened after the fight and stuff was a bit mad, but it's, it's obviously just showing like that he's been on 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 it for like ten years, mm-hmm. and like now it's just sort of oh, must be getting to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, maybe a bit of a relief to yeah the amount of pressure that's on his shoulders. You know what I mean? It must be must be mad. It must be mad. Like, but uh, nah. what went wrong? Do you think in the in the fight for him? What what would you have changed? I know it's very easy to say. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Like obviously, like in the ninth round, he showed that. I thought he was going to win it, do you know yeah. what I mean? But Usyk come out in the 10th and smashed it. Yeah, it was one of his best, right? Do you know what I mean? He was brilliant. Um, like, he just switched it like that. But, like, I don't know, mate. Usyk's a special fighter. And, you know what I mean? They don't really come around often like these kind of guys who can just move through the weights and mm-hmm. just smash everybody mm-hmm. up sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, master boxer. But there's loads of, there's loads of like, routes that you can go down and stuff. And I'm sure he could, like, become champion again if he... Stays in it long enough, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and who you got, Usyk or one? Well, presuming Fury comes back and he has said he will. I'm gonna go Usyk, so. mate. Are you? I really? just lo- I like his, I love his style. I was backing Joshua because like he's obviously like from the UK and stuff, mm. but like I just uh, Usyk's a special fighter and um, Tyson Fury's like in and out of retirement and stuff. It's it's all a bit mad, but like I think Usyk. I'm gonna go Usyk just mm. because like via what. By what? Points, uh, point well, decision. it would need to be points, eh? But obviously, Fury would be the favourite because of his size and stuff. Like he would just, he could just lock him down and like stop him late. But I don't know. There was times like in that fight there where you, you looked at Usyk like moving around the ring, you're like he's gonna get bashed up right here. Yeah. And like next round, he just comes out and like just. Well, see, it. that's why I think Fury's gonna win it because I think like he's like yeah. a blend between the two. He's like yeah, Usyk he's, and he's Joshua just, combined. He's so good, mate. He's so he's good. A, amazing boxer. He's a giant. So but like Usyk is so talented, eh? He's he is so unbelievable. He is unbelievable. You're right, so but there is weight divisions for a reason, and there, um, there's always somebody bigger and bigger than you. And Tyson Fury could be too big. Definitely, massive, man. Definitely. So that's us. That's us. Finish the podcast. I know Sam wants to fan- thank sponsors, and rightly yep. so. So Sam, sponsors, um, Briggs Marine, um, BNT Autos, Stuart Barnett, Chris Rabatti, uh, MGM Timber. Of uh, these guys have all been helping me through, throughout sort of my career and stuff, and um, I just want to say thank you to them because obviously without their investment and stuff in me, I wouldn't be able to maybe do what I'm been doing. Um, like obviously I'm a funded athlete now, but before that I wasn't, and um, yeah, it just helped me out a wee bit, a wee bit more, and took a wee bit of pressure off my shoulders when it come to money and stuff, and um, yeah, just thanks a lot. Obviously, family as well, sorting me out. You know like what I mean? Putting the food on the table. No, <laughs> 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 nah, but yeah, no. Nah. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate it. Right, guys, that is us. Thanks for listening to the Enhanced Performance Podcast. We out.